Yeah, what's up, y'all? Welcome to the Nameless Podcast. Uh, Fredo and Ron's Nameless Podcast. It's me, Fredo, and my co-host, Ron. Hey, guys. How you guys doing tonight? Doing, um, I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing? Doing good. Um, I just want to let you guys know if you guys haven't seen our cover art. You've done an amazing, amazing job um, by one of our friends. His Twitter ad is the Ben Fang at the Ben Fang, and he also has um his own website. It's BenFangDesigns.com. B E N F E N G Designs.com. And he did an amazing job on our cover art. You should go check it out. Yeah, no, I I love it so far. Um, I'll definitely link him under the tweet. So yeah, yeah no, thank you for Benny. He's always been a bro for life. So it's a great cover art. I'm glad that we had cover, official cover out now because Apple was pressing me over the issue. <laughs> well, at least they were, we're not uh, yeah, no, they were getting pissed off at that Joker art uh, I've had. But I, we got away for, for quite a while, like 15 episodes in. So then we're back. We're unscathed. And we brought in special some, some, some special guests. Yeah, it's f- from another pretty pretty big podcast. I know they took a hit ever since Rise of Skywalker, so yeah, they're a Star Wars podcast. It's the Blue Milk Boys, who I'm also a co-host with, Kevin and Spencer. How y'all doing? Let's go. Sp- yeah. uh, we're Kevin. alive and well, How man. Rise of Skywalker has got us over the moon. It's garbage. Bro. We're not no no, <laughs> no Rise of Skywalker propaganda here. This is my domain. It's not happening. I Spencer, like how you doing? No, go ahead. I have one problem that I need to talk about with everybody tonight. I hate <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it when you go on the computer, like on Safari, and you look up someone's stats. It takes you to Yahoo Stats automatically, but like it, it gets me every time because all you want to do is hit Clever's name stats and hit enter. You don't want to think about hitting backspace or space again. It's the worst thing ever. And as a sports journalist, because that's what I do for a living, I it happens to me at least twice a day, and I want to punch a hole through my computer. It's so <laughs> stupid. You no one goes wrong, to Yahoo to look at stats. Yeah. Yeah, scroll. And they'll make it simple. That that does sound pretty, pretty annoying. I think it, I don't like the logo. I feel like me. we're uh, Fredo's mistress podcast, and he's introducing us to his real podcast. Wow, <laughs> well, this was, it was the first one, but Star Wars was it did get pretty pretty strong. It's just no ever since Rise of Skywalker, I just been like, <laughs> out. We lost Fredo for a little bit. We had to do like other shit. Well, we're gonna do uh. the. The Clone Wars coming up soon, so hopefully I'm back in time. Blue Milk Wars back in full force soon. Yeah, but to Spencer's point about like just like applications and computers, my computer's been pissing me off crazy. I I I'll go on Google, I'll do a Google search, and it'll go into this random website called Landline Search to do it. You got malware up on me, bro. <laughs> you got some malware on your computer, bro. <laughs> I, I don't get it. I, I well, it has other issues too. I've had this computer for. Since like 2011, 2010, maybe. So it's time. live Jasmine too much, man. Yeah. So let's get into the topics. So first, <laughs> I'm gonna. I just wanted to bring up that the Nets lost again tonight. Bums. And I, <laughs> and I I just have I have some tweets here that I wanted to just say real quick, just to bring them to light. That the Nets out. are. What what was that? I said let them out. All right, all right. The Nets are now two and twelve in the last fourteen games. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know that. And it was a Chicago Bulls fan, so they're t- talking about the Chicago Bulls may have a chance of the playoffs. The other ones, I think, even more interesting. It's about Kyrie oh. Irving. Kyrie Irving, since January 15th, the night that he said he needed more pieces on the team, 
when he left out Jaron Allen and all that. Since then, he's been shooting 36% from the field, 19 oh, for 53, 17 points per game. And oh, he's a oh. minus 61, the lowest on the team. <laughs> the Nets dropped to 5-11 and 11 with him on the season. Yeah. That's from StatMuse's uh, t- uh, Twitter handle. Yeah, and I uh, think I think yeah. they're 13-13 without him, something like that. That's crazy. That's fi- that 500 basketball, that's from 5-11, five, five, wow. Yeah, he that brought a smile to my face when I saw that. A grand slam, I was. It told. is a grand slam, especially a grand slam. He just lost to the Lakers by 15 points. The Knicks put up a better fight last night against them. So you know you're big as up. Like Bondi, like tweets about like, oh, the Knicks weren't even this bad against <laughs> against the yeah. Lakers. Oh, have you guys seen that? Now I, we're talking about the Nets. Uh, the Knicks just hired the Nets marketing firm to rebrand. Yeah, I saw that. Bro, I, I I don't understand the logic behind that. I, I never found the Nets that cool to begin with, but one of the the most recent guests we had, New York Sports Guy, just said that the the Clippers did something similar in the past couple seasons, and I, that's helped them. But I don't know how I feel about hiring the Nets people to do the it's job. It's a it's a hit or miss thing because. Like sometimes people it like of uh, like refresh scenery and like new uniforms and all that kind of stuff. Like it'll make it'll give you like a like a more refreshed mindset on the team. But you know sometimes you have like rebrands that are like Atlanta's where the uniforms get worse and the teams are like just as bad. Yeah, I actually, actually did like actually, Atlanta's. Uh, I like the Bedsty uniforms actually. You like those things? Yeah. I like Bro, the I like the, the city edition. I think, I think the Kugi jersey is cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they can't do that anymore because they got um, I think legal issues. Oh wow, I didn't even know that. Yeah, I, I heard that like beginning, like the end of the last year, they had to stop using it. That's why they switched it up. They put bed style on it. Oh wow, that makes sense. But to the point that Kevin said about Atlanta. I actually have liked what Atlanta has done for the fans. I know they've loaded a lot of the prices for like the concession stands to order food and get drinks and just making it like more of a fan experience throughout the whole arena. So they have loyal fans. Did you did you see the soup? I think I don't know. I think it was for the Super Bowl. I think they saw a beef patty for seventeen dollars. Jesus Christ. I don't know where I saw them. I think it's, they're gonna start selling a football stadium for seventeen dollars for a beef patty. I just that just reminded me. Yeah, wow, it's ridiculous. Awesome. So. This this almost certainly means that the Knicks are gonna get new uniforms, which is kind of just. Dis- I love our uniforms. Like I think we have like one of the cleanest like jersey looks in in the NBA. But I I just hope they don't like. I hope whatever it is instead is just not ugly as hell. Yeah. Okay, well, we have two topics we want to talk about t- today, but before we get into them, uh, we wanted to talk about Eli Manning's retirement real quick. Uh, our bo- our boy's finally retiring this Friday. Sad, sad news. Oh, I know God. it's been coming. He d- did not want to be another, uh, he didn't want to be a bench warmer for another year. I'm happy for him. I know he's retiring at 500, which I guess I- I've had issues with that because the Gi- it was a Giants cowardice that led him to that. Gettleman just building a shitty-ass roster for the past couple seasons, and even before then, Jerry Reese. And I understand people say it's partly Eli's fault. That's fine. I, I get it. But 
I, we still love the guy. He gave us two Super Bowls. He's obviously been like up and down throughout his, his entire career. But I feel like that defines New York sports. And for him to come out with two championships and let us talk shit with that, I, I love the guy forever. So shout out to Eli. Uh, see you around. I've been second ballot Hall of Famer. Okay. Who let this guy in the podcast? Ooh. He's a Hall of Famer. Don't get me started. No, he is a he is gonna be a Hall of Famer. I'm just okay. saying I don't, think, I don't think he's gonna get there on his first attempt. That's all I'm saying. Probably um I can't he's, he's, re- he's gonna be retiring with like Tom Brady, Drew Brees, like there's gonna be too many players in his like because I think Drew Brees is gonna retire. Tom Brady's gonna retire next year, if not this year, so his competition for Hall of Fame is going to be too stiff in his first go at it, but the one after that, he'll be like top of the crop. Yeah, if 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 you say it like that, yeah. I, I, I actually been I actually been arguing with Patriots fan all day today, and and uh, I don't know. It's he's he's I think he's top seven in passing yards, top seven in passing touchdowns. Of course, his interceptions it up, and as you said, his five hundred records is like, you know could discredit him but at the end of the day he has two Super Bowl MVPs and he also he's also I believe like a five time pro bowler so you can't you can't beat that. Any any QB wants to end their career with multiple MVPs, Super Bowls especially. Yeah. Especially in the Tom Brady era. hmm And the only person to beat Brady twice, so only. Only guy to beat him twice. Love it. Oh, uh, that's fine. Kevin can't talk. Your, your QB is Ben Roethlisberger. I'm not sorry, listening. I'm sorry. My my quarterback still got uh, uh, maintaining his above 500 record, so he'll retire with above five. He'll retire above 500. <laughs> no, but uh, I'm here. No, I'm here for everything, all of that. But like, what I'm not here for is a, a pro football focus saying Philip Rivers is better. We're we're off that. That's absolute oh, nonsense. Yeah. yeah, that is ridiculous. Yeah, who tweeted that? Yes. Yeah, no, it's PFF. Oh yeah, yeah. They they go by their statistics. So whatever they say, that's what they're gonna back up. Yeah, exactly. All right, let's get into to the topics. Finally, we've been holding out. This is a basketball podcast. So <laughs> then, the first topic we're gonna talk about, we're gonna do like a, I guess our own opinionated outlooks on R.J. Barrett, Zion Williamson, and John Morant. Uh, like foreseeable future career. We're not, we're not going to talk about their entire career because you, you can never see that far. But, yeah, just to point out some things, me and Kevin are both Nick fans. Spencer is a Grizzlies fan, so he's going to be defending his guy, John Morant. You I guys grew up in Memphis. I'm not, in Memphis? Yeah, that's, yeah, I grew up there for 13 years, so this isn't like a random thing that I like Memphis. I used to go to the Pyramid before they even moved to the FedEx Forum, so that's how old is Serena in the history of sports. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we have a, a, a legit real fan, not a bandwagoner here. Just for yeah, argument's right. sake, today, I'm going to be a complete R.J. Barrett chill. So, we're going to start start off there. I'm completely neutral. You're going to be completely neutral? Okay, we need a yeah, neutral. I'm, 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 I'm it's business Duke. as usual for me. I'm already a Barrett I'm fan. Duke, but I love John Morant. <laughs> So well, I, I, I love John Morant, too, but he plays like an athletic Ishmith. Oh, my God. Is that, I don't is know why the, you would say that when that there's the no comparable shot? numbers, like, at all. Saying <laughs> words. He's that only an all-ball point sense. guard. No defense. He, he can't play off the ball. He, yeah. 
give me give me the the six seven wings on the other teams. What does that mean? What happened? He he's shooting forty percent from three in his rookie season. It, like Ishmith's never done on that like, in his career. On like two shots, Ishmith can't. Makes like one three a game. I don't even think does Ishmith even shoot the ball. I don't think he does. <laughs> <laughs> he just dribbles around for yeah. like twenty seconds. I hate that guy. <laughs> I almost just hung up because you compared them to that. That was quite disrespectful. <laughs> well, someone in the Knicks chat called him uh, Emmanuel Mutier with a passing vision. <laughs> oh, my God. This is so disrespectful. It doesn't even make sense. <laughs> uh, no, no. To be objective, I love John Morant. He's going to be a good player, but... I gotta What's defend up? my guy RJ Barrett. He's a is six he, seven wing. You can you know. like both of them. What's the difference? Only, <laughs> like, right, well, this is, this is the Knicks podcast. I gotta I'll support say. my Knicks fans. <laughs> you have to I'll hate say. everybody else. <laughs> I'll say that the the Grizzlies made a mistake drafting Jaw over RJ because wh- whoever drafted RJ is getting Zion in free agency. Uh, that's oh, true. It's chestnut. Uh, right? I was like, I was like, it's planning for five years ahead because this year's terrible. What, what do you guys think about Zion last night? He, I mean, he only played uh, 18 minutes, but everyone's been talking about it. He dropped 22 points. And like, in like 130 seconds, he dropped like, I think like 18 or something. 17? Yeah, 17, yeah. Here's yeah, what he was. Four for four from three. I completely missed that three minutes of greatness. I just <laughs> went on Twitter and I saw Zion, Zion. Oh, my God, Zion. I thought he dunked it, it. It was, oh, man. I saw the highlights, though. But knocking wow, down the street is crazy. Chills. Yeah. He's really raw, though. That's the one thing that I got from the game. Spencer, I saw, I saw your, I saw your messages. I saw your <laughs> I messages. Said, I sent a screenshot of me. And Spencer I mean, it's text. true. He had five turnovers before that 130 second. Like, damn it, deuce... my... Yeah, he had. Oh, did he yeah, really? Yeah, he had five turnovers, and they were bad. They were really bad turnovers. Like he was, he was just getting himself in tune to the game. He's been playing his whole life. Like I don't, I'm not really buying that idea. He's been out for months. No, I'm not saying it. terrible or anything, but I'm saying like R.J. Barrett and John Morant in their very first action in the NBA looked like a lot more composed than that. He's yeah, also but I don't, I don't, shit, by the way. That's, he looks that's bad. Muscle. You sound you sound like uh. He's gonna hurt himself, man. I'm telling. Name? What's his he name? What, like, what's the commentator that was shitting all over him yesterday? Mark Jackson. Mark, Mark Jackson. Jackson and Jeff <laughs> I'm just saying he's gonna injure himself by the end of the season if he's if he stays that way like. He looks like Glenn Davis, but oh my you know, God. more athletic. <laughs> if you're gonna say he's gonna get injured that way, I've been seeing John Morant dunk the basketball. As Kevin says, he lands yeah. like Iron Man. He looks like, like every he's time gonna he's hurt like Iron too, Man. I'm not, he lands. I'm not saying he's not. I think he is gonna hurt himself, and I think he it's gonna does. be really bad. He does not land good at all. He's he and John Morant's skinny too. I'm very he, worried about that, but I, I I think he's gonna have a project a career uh, projection like Blake Griffin, honestly, because Blake Griffin has not slimmed down his entire career, and it's cost him every single year because he just doesn't get it. Blake Griffin has slimmed down throughout the years. Dude, his he legs like, are still like slimmed down his scale level. But even like the Pelicans, they they they've been putting a focus on Zion, like the way he runs and walks and jumps. They they did that during the rehab, and even yesterday they even they didn't even extend his playing time what they had planned prior to the game. Yeah, no, he wanted to play. Bro, yeah, they're taking his health you how research. to walk again. It's very important. It's very important. 
I don't know if I could live 20 years of my life and someone tries to tell me I've been walking incorrectly the entire time. Most people do. Even running, like, especially running. Like, there's this whole science to how you should run and, and, you know, just move, twisting, like, your upper body and lower body and, like, where to, like, push from and everything. It's a whole science. And then jumping is another thing. Uh, No, I get that. But, like, I'm saying it would, like, affect my pride. Like fuck I you, I walk fine, dude. Like, don't tell me how to run. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I I have a question though. Since we're comparing them three, out of RJ, Zion, John Morant, who's gonna have the most All Star appearance? Mm. RJ Barrett. Saying RJ. RJ's in the East, so it's probably gonna be a little easier. Zion and Ja. Especially in the once Ja's in the heavy packed West guards, <laughs> which is. But Probably they will the retire artist. at some point. Guys, this is an easy-ass question. <laughs> is it? Anybody... No one's answered it yet. It's very easy. It's Zion Williamson. Okay. Bro, I think he has the shortest career. Every year. Whoa, yeah. that's, that's debatable. Wait, what's debatable? He said Zion's probably going to have the shortest career, which I kind of agree with. He might have the shortest career, uh, but I know I he's he a talent. His, but... his, his statue... He he could get in the next year if he if he puts up at least eighteen. Exactly. That's just that's just how big. Like I think and and last night Spurs Pelicans did what two point five million, which was the second most viewed game out of the holidays. Mm-hmm. He's he's must see TV. The NBA deep right. state is gonna get him in uh, as many All Star games as possible before that's he has cool. to medically retire. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I'll no, yeah, go ahead, Spencer. Yeah. I just I was watching with my roommate who isn't like a huge basketball fan, like not an analyst, like kind of we are. And when Zion was going off, dude, he was like he jumped out of bed, man. Like he was jumping up and down. Zion is, is it was exciting. The most entertaining player to watch in the NBA, I think already. Yeah. He might he be even, up there. He didn't even get he, he didn't even do a crazy dunk yet. Wait till yeah. that happens. And then just flashing like threes the entire time was crazy. It ain't Bro, going in every game the, for the rest of the My favorite thing from yesterday was his playmaking. He, he fired cross-court pass. It was insane. He's a very good playmaker, and people don't yeah. want to talk about that. Yeah, that's his. That's that's what people don't know the most. He's actually a good playmaker. He he could pass off the post and off yeah. the dribble, too. That's Once, why they were uh, at center yesterday. Right off the rebound, just dribbling the ball, and he was getting a ton of like open like lanes to pass the ball. As far as All-Stars go, I think as soon as RJ settles in in Toronto, then he'll just start racking them up. Okay. There you go. <laughs> He's <laughs> leaving us the first chance he gets, man. Oh. <laughs> He's definitely... He def- East, the East is easier. The West Guards is just... Especially, it is. They have too many young West Guards still. Uh, they're still like Devin Booker, um, Luka. Uh, who am I forgetting? D-Lo, um, probably not even going to be on the team, but why am I forgetting? I'm forgetting somebody. Um, Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard, still young. I'm completely blacking out right now. Alice Caruso. No, listen. No. <laughs> <laughs> of the three, it seems like like Ja has the hardest like path to getting multiple All-Stars, though, because like there's it's pretty forward-starved in the West, too. Yeah, guards. Guards is the yeah. hardest. Because yeah, but RJ could get in. RJ could get in as a guard or a forward too, so True. it'll be easier for him. But and Zion obviously is like 
you know, power forward. Like no one plays power forward anymore. So that he'll 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 get a few. Well, it's just labeled forward. I think it's just guard, yeah. forward, or center. Well, <laughs> my hot take is Zion could be team captain next year. Yes. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. That's it's like a celebrity take. game, so I, I can buy it. That. Yeah, I can I can buy that. But I think we're yeah we're I think we're rushing to calling R.J. Barrett an All Star, uh, but I'm pretty sure Zion can get All Star next season. He looks like he could be an All Star this season if he played earlier. Do you he, think off the strength that, like off the strength of this game that he gets in the Rising Stars game? He yeah. should. I think he declines it if he gets invited. Them, they have to put them in. Not even not even because he deserves it, just because people are going to watch. How embarrassing yeah. would it be if of the three, like of the three Duke guys that were like really highly touted prospects, like Reddish is the only one who doesn't get invited to the he to the Stars game? No, he seriously might not. He's been really bad this year. He hasn't been. Oh, yeah. I didn't even uh, think. I didn't even think about it. I would have to look at. Are they still doing Team World in USA? Yes. Uh. Yeah, I think so. Second topic of the day. Final topic is. Ben Simmons versus Joel Embiid. Uh, Joel Embiid has been out a couple games, a few games, and there's been talk about that they're they're each better without each other. So we want to know what everyone thinks here. Would you keep them both? Do you trade one of them? Which one do you trade? Let's go with Ron first. What's your opinion on this? Is Ben Simmons better without Joel Embiid? Yes. But with a trade... Either of them, no. Mm. Which is why, like, uh, they're just two. They're just two big talents that I wouldn't trade unless it's like completely mm-hmm. fit. And, and if I had to trade one, it would be Embiid, just because I don't. Know, ben Sim is just too valuable. But also, it's it's weird because 76ers are six and five without Joel Embiid, mm-hmm. but Ben Sim has been basically playing like. His best basketball lately. Yeah. I think the I think over the last seven games he's averaging 24, 10, 8 or 66 percent. Yeah, and he's he's a special talent, and he's a very he's an underrated. I don't know if he's underrated, but he's a very great defensive player, and he could definitely win Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah, I just I just uh, Ben Simmons more valuable, but I I wouldn't trade him big because if he's still in my mm-hmm. eyes, the best offensive center, and he might be the best center. We could argue that too. Two it's just it's just weird that Ben Simmons played better because mm-hmm. of spacing, and that's why you see Embiid sometimes all the way at the three point line, which is not where he's best at. His best in the post, but since he's playing with Ben Simmons, they have to space it. So it's like, I don't know. They might be better off without each other, but I wouldn't trade either of them unless you know it's down yeah. the line and it's two years from now they still hasn't reached the finals or something crazy like that yeah well we pretty much share the the same thought process so i'm uh let's get spencer he hasn't talked in a bit uh what what are your thoughts on the ben simmons joel Embiid stuff going on yeah it's tough because they both really are like top tier players on the east but Physically speaking, they can't keep both of them. Like they can't have both of those guys on max contracts because they will never win a championship with those two on the same team. I think I'm pretty sure we can all agree on that at this point. That's yeah. exact. I said that a few episodes you ago. You can't. You can go to the Eastern Conference Finals, and we've literally like we've seen that. But 
you're not going to win the finals or you're not going to go to the finals because their play is so like the same, essentially the same that you can't. Ben Simmons is good, but I I question his motor at some points. Like you have yeah. to learn how to shoot from the outside at some point, and the fact that he's dedicated to not doing that for some reason. I predicted that he'll never win a championship, period, because I just don't think he cares enough about it. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I would trade Joel Embiid because if he was a healthy player, I don't think it's a question you would keep him. Mm-hmm. But the fact that he's hurt all the time, I'm not giving him a Supermax deal if you want if that's where we're going. I would sooner give a Supermax to Ben Simmons than I would Joel Embiid. So it's a really weird situation. And also, I think the 76ers have a really weird roster that just doesn't work. Like them signing Al Horford was perhaps the worst offseason move of that's any NBA good. team. Or at least, at the very least, of any contender. Why would you play two centers in the starting lineup? It makes no sense. I think mm-hmm. one of the reasons that they've been good without Joel Embiid is because they're playing one center in the starting lineup. And that's why they're <laughs> I think if they just had Joel Embiid, they'd probably still be winning. So I, I, I think it was so weird. Like their, their team is a terrible mess this season. I completely agree. That's that's um, all more than fair. Uh, Kevin, your, your thoughts on Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons? Dude. Ben Simmons is just such a weird player. His cause like when you have like when you have a player who can like exact his will over the game, like pretty much at any like at a moment's notice, like there's probably only like three or four guys who can do that in the league right now. And I think Ben Simmons is one of them. But he just like doesn't a lot of the time. Like there's no re- like he had like thirty four the other night, right? And he only missed like two shots. Mm-hmm. There's no reason that he can't do that every night, in my opinion. Like he's that talented, and so you like in any situation where you talk about, oh, do we keep, do you keep him or Embiid? There's no like legitimate argument you can make to keeping Embiid over him. But at the same time, you look at Ben Simmons, it's just like, dude, are you gonna like, are you gonna like figure it out and like be like an actual like top tier superstar? Because that's like that's my question with him. Because obviously at some point, like it's gonna have to, you're gonna have to split these two up, and I'd do it sooner rather than later if I'm the Sixers because you could still get a king's ransom for Joel Embiid. He's easily, I think he could still, you could still make a very strong argument for him being the best center in the league. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't like, I feel like how much to, like it feels like you're kind of like wasting time at this point because like I think they know, I think they are starting to know and understand that they can't win a a, a championship with those two like leading the charge. And I think the rest of the league definitely knows that. So something's got to happen. But I think you're going to have to require a lot more of of Ben Simmons. Yeah, they're definitely... Everybody knows NBA has a small window of winning a championship. It might be two or three-size window. And I just didn't like some of the moves 76ers made. Lidden J.J. Reddick go was one of them. And I just don't like the... Tobias clearly he started off terrible, but he picked it up and he's been born lately. I I still don't like the Josh Richardson um um match um being teammates. Him being next to Ben Simmons and Josh Richardson, he's he's a great defender as well, but he's been declining as a shooter. I think his rookie season he's shooting forty five percent. I know it's limited. Forty five percent from three. I know it was limited because um, he hasn't played a lot, but now he's all the way down to 33. And Ben Simmons is best when he's surrounded by shooters. Okay. Yeah, no, I, all of you guys have, have been saying something great. I, I really like what, what Kevin was saying about the, the, the decision-making in-game. I do agree with that. Like, those guys are like LeBron James, Draymond Green, 
Kevin Durant, and I think Ben Simmons is up there. He's one of the most intelligent players in the NBA. Luka Doncic also. Uh, yeah, since Joel Embiid has been out, Ben Simmons, his numbers for points per game have gone up by over four. His field goal percentage Jeez. by three. His field goal attempts by four. His rebounds have gone up 1.2, but his assists have gone down by almost two assists per game. And they were getting a lot more creative with him. They were playing him at the center a few times and just running running there out there with a point guard. So, in my opinion, I would trade Joel Embiid of the two, but not right now. Right now, right now, they're contenders. If anything, I would even, I would even wait till after next season. This season, I, they haven't really done anything to get me down that they're not going to get out of the Eastern Conference. I think they're better than the Bucks. They have the defenders to stop that team in the playoff uh, come, come playoff time. Uh, the evidence of like the Raptors versus, versus the Bucks. They, they stopped most of the players and forced like Chris Middleton to beat them. He didn't beat them, and they got they loaded up on defenders. I don't agree with saying Al Horford's a bad signing. Maybe he's a bad signing for the regular season. Come playoff time, I think he's one of those guys who's going to really lift the team. Uh, Richardson, he's a 3 and D guy. He, you're going to enjoy him during the playoffs. Uh, losing Jimmy Butler does hurt. J- losing J.J. Redick does hurt. I get it. Uh, but I do like the Sixers' chances getting out of the East this season. Next season, you probably run it again, see where that goes, and then probably consider moving one of them and I would keep Ben Simmons of the two. I think he's the more unique player. He's very hard to replicate and just his decision making process. Yeah, you're you're going to miss the shit out of that. So, okay, yeah. so you say 76 is coming out the east. What's the, what's the chances you give them actually winning at all? I I've given I have given that a lot of thought. At all. Out of 100, I don't know, oh, percentages-wise. I am expecting the Lakers to come out of the West. And honestly, I'm a little terrified for the Lakers if they play the Sixers. Just because they're a really big team, they can muscle them. Because the, the, the three best guys, well, I know the, the people talk about Danny Green and KCP now. But <laughs> they get a lot of their, like, I guess... Production is from LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and their centers. The Sixers match up really well with that with Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid, Al Horford. Uh, I don't know who the back of five is, but they have a lot of bigs. They they get against the Lakers, maybe 70-30 Lakers, just because I think LeBron's just that good and he knows what to, what to do at that point. It's going to be new territory <clears throat> for the Sixers. I think you get significantly less offense from Ben Simmons if LeBron is guarding him. I think LeBron's oh, like true. smart enough. I think LeBron is smart enough of a defender to know like, and Ben Simmons like kind of like telegraphs his offensive game, especially in the half court. So I don't think he telegraphs it. Well, I mean, like he he's got a very limited skill set in the half court, is what I'm saying. As far well, as the score, he can't shoot, but he's very efficient and physical inside. Uh, I don't think LeBron That's would be happy with check him, beat, though. Check him there. Well, we what, have what to. We have to we have to go ahead. Spencer? Oh, I was saying that I Ben Simmons isn't playing inside if Joel Beats playing in the finals. Also, I, I I have a bold claim in a theoretical situation. I think of the 76ers and the Lakers playing the finals, I think Dwight Howard wins finals MVP. <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> huh? Why? 
I think he plays really good defense on Joel Embiid, and he had his first start of the season tonight. And when I checked, he had 14 points and 12 rebounds. Defense is very meaningful and fi- for Finals MVP voting. Not about the best player. Like Finals MVP isn't always about the best player in the Finals. Oh, so it's like kind that. of is. So yeah, I I think he would win it by that virtue alone. I think he gets the Andre Iguodala. Yeah, Iguodala and Kawhi and back right. in 2013 treatment. That's my but, bold yeah, prediction. But as you said, you have to happen. you have to think of how much LeBron will actually guard Ben Simmons in the Finals. I don't think he would. LeBron's playing good defense. I think he definitely would. He'll do in his spurts. I don't don't know if they'll start LeBron off with Ben Simmons. He'll do it like maybe fourth quarter if he needs to. LeBron's still a a, a good defender when he wants when he wants to be. Yeah, deny that. But LeBron usually plays like off the ball for defense. He doesn't usually guard the best guy. He has to carry the offense. So that's that's me coming out as like a Bron fan. But you know that's what usually happens. He didn't check KD. I mean, I guess Ben Simmons is another kind of player because he's not going to be like the average title scorer, but I don't think LeBron's going to check Ben Simmons. All right. You guys have anything else to say on this topic before I throw you guys some questions? Dwight Howard is a guy who slimmed down and saved his career. Zion should take notes. <laughs> Zion, will probably, he's, he's going to do it soon. I think so. so I think he could be one of the best players in the league if he slims down. If he loses 30 pounds and he plays at like 250. If he's closer he's to 250 than he is to 300, I think it's yeah. huge for his career. I think that's the, that'll be the key to his career. The closer he is to 250, the better he'll be. Was he 285, right? Yeah, he's, he's close to 300. There's right no now. way. Like 289. He's probably, he that's probably actually is 300. That's kind of crazy. Yeah, that, I mean, that's just what they report. I, I could see him being 300 right now. Yeah. Okay. So, some questions... This has been a topic since yesterday, since Ian Begley reported it about Hell the yeah. Knicks see Malik Monk as a trade target. So this is for Kevin. Would you like to trade for Malik Monk? Absolutely. I don't think there's. I think it's such a. It's a really low risk kind of situation, and uh, the Knicks have been buying low on on restoration projects for like three, four years in a row now. So why not? Why not do someone who actually may have like a bit of shooting touch and someone who could actually like who would in Theory would be a decent fit with our our star Ricky, so yeah. I don't I don't I don't understand the uproar about it. Like as far as like guys like Moutier and Dennis Smith and you know Alfred Payton and all these restoration projects, the one thing is that like they have like inherently busted jumpers. And when you watch Malik Monk, he's like got a very nice shooting touch, and I think that's something that fits well with R.J. Barrett. So I'm all on board if they wanna if they wanna buy low on Malik Monk, uh, absolutely sign me up for that. Yeah, I've been a Malik Monk fan since Kentucky. I love Malik Monk. He can definitely shoot the ball. I, I don't care about his percentage this season. It's 25%. But w- like one thing that's been looking really good for for Monk, every season his field goal percentage goes up. And this season he's shooting 43%. I think under the rim it's like over 50, over 60%, I think. So He's got fantastic like, touch at the rim too. Yeah, no, I like Monk. And he has a nice mentality. But I get what the uproar is about. Obviously, like... This is the the guy that's coming out. Like the Knicks should be involved with like bigger names like Bogdanovich, Malik Beasley, maybe guys that you know can be consistent or like even assets, first round picks, whatnot. And so I I can see some disappointment for the, some disappointment for for this to come out. But this I personally love Malik Monk. Yeah, it is. It's but like, yeah, I love Malik Monk. They don't take risks. They don't take risks. I think Malik Monk can play point guard, and I think that could be 
big for his career. He can play on the ball, off the ball. So, yeah, no. If Monk ends up the Nick, I'm, I'm a fan. <clears throat> uh, question for Spencer. I had to get a little creative about this. I know we we ta- we've brought this topic up a few times. I don't think we've ever done it really. Ever since your your fruit episode for, for the, <laughs> Spencer does like this really funny like Lego Star Wars skits. If you guys want to check out his YouTube. <laughs> the peach episode. That was a really funny episode, by the way. I, I listened it to like the other day. It's so funny. <laughs> yeah. So this topic, I, uh, I it was supposed to be the latest Blue Milk Boys. Uh, topic but you guys ended up doing transformers this one is what is the goat cereal in your opinion before you start we did watch through the first two transformers movies and they're f- and it's fucking hilarious and you should go listen to it uh, those movies are awful but man, go ahead Spence. you're worse than i thought uh <laughs> i gotta tell you when i was a kid i used to love fruity pebbles like i used to think about it throughout my day until i ate them but as I've grown older and, and more washed, I'll tell you right now, with the most baseline and consistent cereal, and in my opinion, the best, Raisin Brand. A, a cold a wash cereal selection. <laughs> but it's so good, and the and the raisins always hit just the right way. Even when it's old cereal, like usually old cereal you can't even eat because it's so bad. You can eat old Raisin Brand and have a great time with it. So I'll say it's it's the best cereal out there. Just catch Spencer eating a box of Raisin Bran from like 2006. No, wait, 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 wait. I am completely <laughs> with you there, Spencer. I love Raisin Bran, but I, I, I love Raisin Bran Crunch. That's my favorite one. I think that's like mm. the best cereal ever. It's like, it's like it's Raisin Bran, but they add like honey on it, so it's amazing. It'll always be there for you. I think that's the thing about Raisin Bran. It'll always yeah, be there no, for you when Raisin you eat it the most. Great, and you don't even feel guilty after eating it. Exactly. That is also yeah. you eat a bowl of like Captain Crunch or something, you'll be crying by. Two o'clock in Captain the afternoon. Captain Crunch cuts God, I, up the, the top of your mouth. I don't care, man. I fucking love Captain Crunch. <laughs> I love Captain Crunch. Oh, it's so this good. Of life. Ron, what's what's the goat cereal, Ron? Um, <laughs> I don't know. My favorite is Captain Crunch berries. Hell yeah. Oh my God. Hell yeah. That's my no, favorite. I, I love Captain Crunch, but no sacrifice. The berries no are a little much for me. It tastes better. It, it tastes better when the flavor of that Captain Crunch leaks into like all of the cuts and 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 open wounds in your mouth that it causes <laughs> from getting cut up. I love to eat salt and vinegar chips right after a bowl of Captain oh Crunch. Oh God! <laughs> you brush your teeth right after and you like start bleeding. Oh my God! Yeah, I love cereal. I grew up eating a ton of cereal. The cereal I always went to, and this is like some very like crackhead stuff I did. I would eat Frosted Flakes and, like, put spoonfuls of sugar into it. Nah, I do that. That's, you, no, you that's that? normal. Fantastic. You guys did that? Yeah. Bro, that's an insane sugar rush. I know. It's fantastic. Because you the taste all part the about it was milk. I was like, literally all, all Frosted Flakes is are just, like, bran flakes or, like, corn flakes with just tons of fucking sugar on them. So you're yeah. adding more on top of that. It's That is crackhead shit, but, but we all did it. It makes the milk amazing after you finish it. Dude, you know what that has a similar effect to that is cinnamon toast crunch because sometimes you get the you get the cinnamon sugar accumulating at the bottom as well. Yeah, cinnamon toast crunch was I in my opinion. I like Fruity Loops. Uh, Count Chocula I was uh, never a Count Chocula guy. Yeah, if I would go chocolate. I would always go chocolate Fruity Pebbles. That was good. If uh, I had a, if I had any chocolate cereals, the Reese's Puffs. 
I, I never liked Reese's. It was Puffs. a lot to handle. It was. It really. It was like a. It was a chore to eat. Yeah. <laughs> you had to organize okay. them in your mouth before you chewed. Yeah. <laughs> well, this it could end so up all night. It's so true. You had to like strategically <laughs> take out, plan out every bite, or else you couldn't do it. It would hurt otherwise. It would hurt. <laughs> yeah. Like before we end up making this to like an hour episode, uh, I guess it's time to wrap it up. Uh, Spencer, you want to plug yourself in or anything? Want to speak on anything real quick? I I have a few things. Sorry. Um, oh my god. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. I, but I'm on Instagram and <laughs> with RG yeah, Culture. Ahead. That's where you can find like a bunch of uh, like Lego Star Wars playthroughs. And I do so many random stuff like Yu-Gi-Oh. Honestly, whatever like random thing I'm thinking that day, I'll, I'll usually throw it on there. So, And also, I own my own app. It's called iRoleplay. So if you're interested, please download it. It would help me out a lot. Um, thank you. Yeah, I'll, I'll link your Instagram account under the tweet since I know you're not really on Twitter much. But yeah, I'll link not as Twitter. much. Instagram a lot more. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Kevin, uh, you're up next. First of all, I wanna I wanna thank Fredo for having us on. It was it was an honor to, to come <laughs> on here and and onto this distinguished podcast and and talk about cereal. But uh, Blue Milk Boys, at Blue Milk Boys, that's my baby. Uh, we're gonna we're coming back full force. We've been doing more like we've been trying to branch out on all the content lately. Um, but it's it's still at its core a Star Wars podcast, and that's that's what brought all of us together, and that's what's gonna that's what's gonna reunite us after the after the rift of the rise of Skywalker. Garbage. <laughs> when we uh yeah, but um we've been doing intermittent episodes here and there, uh stuff with me and Spencer, stuff with all the three uh, the three of us did a My Hero Academia episode, but uh next month about a month from now we're coming back full force with uh, the final season of Star Wars: The Clone Wars. So yeah. looking forward to that. Yeah, the trailer looks amazing, by the way. Uh, Ron, you want to say anything real quick? Um, pleasure to have you guys on here. Thank Very, you, sir. Thank you. Great episode. Um, yeah, just... Oh, I have a... Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Just look out um, at our new cover art, which was... Um, looks fantastic. Yeah, it worked very hard from one of our friends. We're going to tag him in the tweet. That we're gonna um, put out tomorrow, and we're also yeah. gonna um, tag you guys' podcast as well. So pleasure, thank you, thank you for joining us tonight. The founding yeah. podcast in the uh, the Nick's Chat Podcast Network. <laughs> yeah, we're building an empire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's that. Next up, ep- next week is gonna be the mailbag episode. So send in questions, and mm-hmm. we'll. Probably get some guests lined up for February. We'll see. Super Bowl's coming up too. You guys have fun. I guess that's it. Chiefs uh, Kingdom. <laughs> Chiefs Kingdom. That's that's what I'm talking about. All right. That's the Nameless Podcast signing off. Thank you guys.